Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Lacey, Washington to Billings, Montana, and from Ellensburg, Washington to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to our election night GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and certainly glad you have decided to vote with your ears to listen in to tonight's program as we talk a little bit about basketball, men's and women's basketball, and also we will talk about men's soccer a little bit later in tonight's GNAC Insider. So pleased to have you along this evening. As we mentioned a little later, Montana State Billings, Luca Battistotti is going to join us, talk about the Yellow Jackets' great soccer season to date. Aaron Landon, the first-year head coach for the St. Martin's men's basketball team, will join us shortly. But leading off our program tonight, third-year head coach at Central Washington University of the women's program there, Randy Richardson Thornley is joining us tonight from Ellensburg. Randy, thanks for making time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Of course, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I, the Wildcats last year finished fourth in the GNAC, 12-8, and 18-11 and 11 overall. Excellent season for the Wildcats. And with that record in the rearview mirror, with four starters back, most of your key players back, the Wildcats have been selected as the preseason favorites to win the GNAC women's basketball uh, title this year in the preseason coaches poll. Talk about that honor. That, that, that is high praise for you, certainly, and for your team overall. Yeah, I mean, um, it was very humbling to receive that honor and um, such a great conference with such, I think, high-level competition and teams who have, you know, really proven themselves to be successful year in and year out. And um, I think, you know, our, for our team, um, it was nice to, to receive that respect and um, especially for our girls who, you know, our senior class who've put a lot of work into kind of turning this program kind of around and um, build it up to be um, trying to be an elite level program in the GNAC and wanting to be a team to compete for a championship and go to NCAA tournament. And I think um, the respect was nice to have, but, you know, we also know that there's a lot of really great teams and talent in this league who want that number one spot just as much as we do. And so, yes, it's, it's nice to receive that respect and, and, um, and honor, but uh, we know there's a lot of work to be had and a lot of work to be done in order to, to get that goal. So, well, certainly it's it's something to be the preseason choice, but it's entirely another thing to be there when, when March rolls around, and any basketball fan certainly is well aware of that. Saying that, you have a real solid team back. As I mentioned, you have four starters back, most of your key players back last year. You have two players on the preseason all-conference team in Cassidy Malcolm and Alexis Panna, and Panna also the preseason player of the year. Is it fair to say that uh, that solid nucleus 
returning is really what gives you a little bit maybe of a leg up uh, on the rest of the competition, that nucleus that is back again this year? I think definitely having experience um, is definitely, um, yeah, probably a key role and probably why people voted us in that spot. And I think definitely as a coach gives you a little bit um, more confidence heading in the season because you kind of know what you have at hand. And um, it's it's been really encouraging, too, to see um, a lot of our returners come back and kind of get in the gym and you see that they've improved in areas that we, you know, talked about in the spring before they headed out to summer and, you can see that that they're hungry to kind of come back and kind of accomplish something that, you know, Central hasn't um, accomplished, you know, in a long time. And they want, they know that what's at stake. They know they have one more year to get that done. And they know and in the GNAC, it's, it's not going to be an easy task. And they're going to have to show up every day um, in their preparation weekly um, in order to accomplish that. But um, definitely, it definitely, you know, I'm excited Um to have a a good, strong crew back. Um, You know, we have five seniors and um, four who've who've played a lot of minutes in central uniforms. And and then Cassidy is our lone junior who really made a big leap last year from sophomore to junior year and um, really owned kind of the rebounding side of the basketball for us um, last year. And, um, And then, you know, we have two freshmen who, are becoming uh, sophomores who became sophomores this last year who, man, I've been just really pleased with um, their growth that they've shown uh, this preseason from their freshman year to their sophomore year. They're definitely not playing like underclassmen and playing with some hunger and and some confidence. And um, so I'm really excited about the group that we have have back. Um, We got to, you know, definitely tighten some things up in this preseason and, um, we have a good schedule that we have to compete against some really strong teams and uh, make sure that we get everybody healthy and keep everybody healthy heading into conference and kind of make those steps and grow in the necessary ways before we head into, you know, our tough conference schedule. But very excited about the group that we have this year. When you have a returning veteran group like we were just talking about for the Wildcats, and we're speaking with Randy Richardson Thornley, Central Washington University head women's basketball coach, when you have a a veteran group coming back, does that allow you to maybe start a little bit further down the coaching line than you would with a with a younger group? Can can you start a little bit quicker, or maybe add some things in a little bit sooner than you would in in a different situation? Um, you know, we brought it, brought in, um, six freshmen, um, this past season. And so, you know, I'm very big on like details and building our foundation. And so in an ideal world, yes. Um, you know, it definitely allows us to to move quicker to with some things, but we definitely like defensively and and where we ended last year, you know, is definitely, you know, we're, we're 18 and, 11 and you know 12 and 8 in the GNAC and there's still a lot of things we still have to tighten up you know if if we're going to compete at the level that we we want to and so we definitely you know we definitely go back to the basics on day one and try to build our foundation and and focus on the process and just getting better each day and kind of the building blocks and so um, I would say that we're definitely you know in the scrimmages and exhibition we're definitely further along than where we were last year at that time but our process 
really hasn't changed too much in terms of um, kind of the building blocks of the season and when how we're implementing things and when we're implementing them and um, you know and just making sure we're creating great habits heading into the season and maybe making up for some poor habits that they maybe picked up in open gym over the summer or something like that. But, um, yeah, our process doesn't change much, but we're definitely better at it this year than we were last year, if that makes sense. A couple more questions for you, and one has to do with what we talked about at the at the beginning of this, of this segment, the fact that the Wildcats are the GNAC uh, preseason women's basketball coaches poll pick to win the league. Is it different in any way to be the one that everybody's after than to be among those who are chasing who everybody's after? You know, I, I um, it's funny. I've gotten that question quite a bit, and I really don't think it, it does. You know, I you know it's it's something that as a group we I, I acknowledge with our team, um, but it's also something that you know we know that that being picked. Um, doesn't doesn't translate into any wins for us and um it doesn't change our process daily and how we go about things it it may give our our girls a little bit more confidence heading into the season because it's one thing to kind of you know believe in yourself and want to do that yourself but it's another thing to have other teams kind of back you a little bit and and saying that you know you have those capabilities of reaching you know that goal but for us you know you know we are we want to compete every single day. We want to be open to learning and we want to invest into our te- ourselves and team teammates as, you know, student athletes. And um, we hold the same standards every day. And so it doesn't really change too much of our process. I think it might give our team a little bit more confidence heading into the season, um, knowing that other teams kind of um, see, see them as being a, a contender for that. But, you know, we know that, you know, there's teams in our league, it, it doesn't matter who they play. Um, they're going to bring it every single night, and that's kind of how who we want to be as well. And, um, you know, we're, we're, it's just not going to change our preparation from game to game. It's just going to maybe give our team a little bit of confidence heading into the season. Final question for you, and I think this is kind of an obvious one. Certainly the Wildcats well-regarded, but who are some of the other teams in the league that you see as – as potential challengers and maybe who, who's the dark horse this year that maybe people are sleeping on just a bit? You know, that's, that's a, that's a tough question because the GNAC is so competitive each year, you know, and I really go into every single game knowing that, you know, it's a game that if we don't play well, you know, we can lose. And, um, and I think that makes our conference really special and um, exciting to play in. You know, obviously, you can't uh, count out Anchorage, who's won the league for five straight seasons in a row, and they've obviously built something really um, strong up there. And um, you know, and they always know how to prepare their teams and and reload and um, get their kids playing at a really high level and playing hard. I think Western Washington returns a lot of um, talent, and they're playing super strong at the end of the year last year. I think, you know, with their guards being able to stretch the floor a little bit more, it's going to even open up their, you know, Schwecky and Rogers in the paint um, even more, make it a little bit more difficult to defend them. And they're always strong on the defensive end. So I think Western and Anchorage are definitely two teams that 
obviously were picked and got quite a few first place votes in the league as well. And then, you know, I think um, Concordia Portland finished the year really strong last year. So did um, NNU's always, you know, I have a lot of respect for Steve and what he does down there. And, you know, him and Elpedia brought in a really good recruiting class. And, you know, so I think, you know, that, that those are definitely some really strong teams in our league, um, you know, but I think, gosh, there's such great coaches in our league that, you know, it, anybody can really end up anywhere. And, you know, every night you got to show up and be ready to play and can't take anyone lightly because on that night, that's going to be the night you're going to get beat. And, you know, we saw that last year. I mean, we had a – and that's where we got to grow is we had a stretch where we didn't play well for one week and we dropped two games that, you know, if we're looking back, we probably wish that – didn't think that we should have dropped at home. And it's because we didn't, you know, take the time to, you know, be invested in our preparation that week as much as we should have been. And so I think um, – the league's super tough, but I definitely think that, uh, you know, Anchorage and Western definitely, you know, Anchorage has proven themselves year in and year out, and then Western definitely returns a lot. Simon Fraser also, I mean, with how they can shoot the ball and, um, you know, if they, if they get going from behind the three-point line and with OZ in the paint, rebounding and cleaning stuff up and just her athletic ability on the defensive end makes them a super tough team too, so. It's kind of a loaded question there, Rob, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, I, you know, that's a hard question, but I think there's a lot of teams that, you know, can step up and a lot of teams who we could get beat by and a lot of teams we're going to compete, have to compete at a really high level in order to beat. So, well, I want to wish you a lot of success this year. It's going to be a ton of fun to watch the Wildcats and all of the GNAC women's basketball teams in action this year. Tremendous tournament ahead, just like we had last year. And who knows, maybe the Wildcats will be in again, competing hard for a league championship come uh, just a couple of months down the line. We're here for basketball season. And Randy Richardson Thornley, head coach at Central Washington, gracious enough to join us here tonight. Randy, thanks for joining us. And I'll talk to you uh, sometime uh, during the season. Sounds good. Thank you, Rob, for having me. Thank you very much for joining us as well. Well, this is GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We're going to switch from women's basketball to men's basketball. And somebody new to the GNAC, Aaron Landon, head coach at St. Martin's, will join us. He will when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Central Washington University, the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. And four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions. Or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University. Welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. As we say welcome for the first time, but I don't think for the last time, the GNAC Insider, Aaron Landon, new head coach at St. Martin's University. Aaron, thank you for joining us tonight, and and welcome to the GNAC. Thanks for having me on, Rob. It's uh, it's great to be on the show and, and great to be in the GNAC. 
Now, you were formerly the head coach at South Puget Sound Community College for six years before joining St. Martin's. As a matter of fact, I didn't know this till today, but you're the all-time wins leader at Seattle at, at uh, South Puget Sound Community College, 102 wins in your career there. That's a, that's a heady coaching record without question. But the reason I bring that up is because with your affiliation there in the state community college ranks, obviously you have some familiarity with the GNAC as well. Did that make the transition to St. Martin's just a tad bit easier for you? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, we've we've followed our players as they've gone on and, and played in the GNAC and, and cheered for them, obviously. Um, but I wouldn't say that it's given me, you know, any sort of edge or leg up on any of the other coaches. Um, it's just been neat to watch the league in our backyard, just going over to St. Martin's games the last few years and, uh, just getting a feel for how teams play and just really impressed with how good the league is and the players and the coaches. Uh, it's a pretty high level of basketball. So it's been great to have a, a good inside look at the league, seeing so many games. But I wouldn't say that, you know, community college experience gives me any sort of edge over anybody else. St. Martin's last year won the regular season title in 2018-19 with a 17 and 3 conference record, 26 and 6 overall. That's the good news. The bad news is Saints lost all five starters from last year's team including a guy I had a lot of respect for on Luke Chavez. So this year you're you're having to kind of uh, reload just a little bit. Talk a little bit about that process and and uh, who you brought in to, to replace the, the starters that have uh, concluded their careers at St. Martin's. Yeah, well, our new group is um, it's a little bit mixed. Uh, Alex did a good job getting the recruiting going um, before he left. And so coming in the door, we had some freshmen committed already. Um, and had to sort of re-recruit those guys um, getting hired and, and started with them. And then I would say got the job maybe later than, you know, some of the other coaches that got hired this year got their jobs. Um, we kind of took a look at what was available and what might fit. Um, and then focused on just bringing in a couple transfers that we felt would, you know, just be solid for us and, um, just give us some upperclassmen so we'd have class balance. And uh, and I was able to bring in one more freshman late um, who's been pretty good so far. So we've got more recruiting to do, and we've got some space to grow our roster. Uh, but, you know, wanted to at least get a little bit of experience coming in um, with some junior college transfers as we look to round things out for this year. Yeah. Well, now you talk about the, the youth and, and the, the newness of the team that you have there at St. Martin's, but I understand in the, in the two games to open the season against uh, Seattle University and Cal, the Saints accorded themselves quite well. Tell me a little bit about what you saw out of your team in those two games against some, some quality Division One opponents. Yeah, I mean, the, the main thing that um, – main box we wanted to check is, is our guys play hard. And they didn't back down. Uh, you know, you go up to Seattle and, you know, you're playing against a mature um, Division One opponent. And then you go into to Berkeley and, you know, you're playing against a BCS school. And um, the environment, you know, that can, that can rattle a young player. It can catch a freshman off guard. Um, I thought our guys settled in and competed really hard. We're making, 
youthful mistakes and we're just making mistakes that teams that have been around each other for a couple of years might still make early in the year. Um, and that's okay uh, because, you know, we've got some film now that we can look at and, and use to teach, Hey, this is, you know, what we want to clean up. And these are some things that we want to continue to grow. Um, but really all I care about is, you know, how guys come in in terms of how hard they're willing to compete and are they nervous? Are they scared? And I didn't think we had anybody show up. Um, they may have had some pregame nerves, you know, like players are always going to have, but nobody backed down or, you know, got freaked out looking at who our opponent was. And that was great because half of our roster is freshmen. And that's just a, a good sign of character in terms of, you know, how a group wants to compete. So, um, some good stuff early, but, you know, we lost both those games by 20 points and that never feels good. So, um, kind of gave us some stuff to work on and, and shed some light on stuff that we need to focus in on. Yeah. Well, now you talk about uh, St. Martin's and you brought the name Alex a few minutes ago, Alex Pribble, the, the, the former St. Martin's coach. That was one of his hallmarks. His teams played very, very hard. And obviously the Aaron Landon St. Martin's teams are going to follow suit in that regard. But when you talk a little bit about the X's and O's, is your offense, your defense, will St. Martin's look a little different on the floor on either end this year than they have the past couple of years? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, Alex did an unbelievable job, and um, and he had players that really fit who he was as a coach and um, had obviously a ton of upperclassmen last year, um, had eight seniors that graduated, and uh, having mature players makes a ton of difference. Uh, we'll look different X's and O's wise one, just cause we're young, you know, we're going to keep things simple and just kind of cling to our foundation and, um, you know, play hard, but play simplistic and play together and just focus on those values and then try to grow it out from there. Um, and Alex always had a, a really good unselfish team. And so, you know, I hope that there's traits that, you know, maybe we share, um, but we'll be different and uh, and have a tremendous amount of respect for him as a coach. And, you know, he's a friend of mine off the floor. Um, but, uh, you know, we both coached Luke and, and Luke Chavez played for us at South Puget Sound before he transferred to St. Martin's. And I've talked to him a lot about the differences and, you know, insight that he can give me on the league and things that, you know, I'll want to know as I, transition into the GNAC and he said you know some of the stuff is a lot different but at the end of the day you know some of the stuff is very similar and that's probably true with all coaches you know you all want your guys to play hard and play unselfish and share it and uh, defend as a team and you know all that stuff but how you go about doing that's obviously going to be different and it'll probably be different for us this year um, versus two years from now when we've got you know, a, a roster that's filled with juniors and seniors. Yeah. Well, Aaron, it's been great to, to talk to you for the first time here on GNAC Insider. I'm looking forward to at some point during the season having the opportunity to come up, shake your hand, and introduce myself to you in person. Uh, good luck there with the Saints. Uh, it's it's a, prou- a proud program. I know it is. And, uh, and I'm sure under your tutelage, it's going to remain that way as well. So, Good luck, and again, we'll we'll talk to you again. I don't know how many more times, but hopefully many times to come right here on GNAC Insider.
Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Rob. Appreciate it. Aaron Landon joining us tonight, the new head coach at St. Martin's for men's basketball. Time for us now to go around the GNAC last week in Waikoloa, Hawaii. The Concordia, St. Martin's, and Western Washington men's and women's golf teams competed at the Dennis Rose Invitational, which was hosted by Hawaii Hilo. Concordia's Cammie Decker led the Cavalier women to the team victory as she finished tied for first place, and in doing so, Decker broke a GNAC single-round record with a two-under-par 68 in the second round. Well, non-conference play, as we mentioned, underway for both men's and women's basketball. On the women's side, Montana State Billings and Simon Frazier both opened their seasons at the D2CCA Tip-Off Classic in Orange, California. The clan went 2-1 and one in the tournament with wins over Mary and Cal Poly Pomona. Their lone loss for the clan was against top-ranked Drury. In Napa, Idaho, Northwest Nazarene's Brayden Anderson scored the golden goal in the 100th minute of the Nighthawks' 4-3 overtime win at home over St. Martin's on Thursday. The Nighthawks also topped Concordia 3-1 on Saturday for the team's first two wins in GNAC play. Well, three teams have punched their tickets into the GNAC Women's Soccer Championships. Number seven, Western Washington, clinched the regular season championship with a 4-0 shutout of Northwest Nazarene on Saturday, while Seattle Pacific and Western Oregon also clinched spots. And in football, Western Oregon and Central Washington both won last week to remain tied at the top of the GNAC standings. The Wolves beat Simon Frazier 45-14 in Burnaby, while the Wildcats topped Azusa Pacific 27-24 in Glendora, California. That's what happened around the GNAC last week. We are going to take a momentary pause, and then Luca Battistotti, star player for the Montana State Billings men's soccer team, will join us when we return on GNAC Insider right after this timeout. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, It's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And we welcome to our GNAC Insider microphone now from Billings, Montana, Luca Battistotti, a defender, a junior defender, and a two-time honorable mention all GNAC selection from San Rocco al Porto, Italy. Luca, thank you for joining us tonight. Hi, Rob. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to be able to talk to you this evening. As we mentioned, two-time honorable mention all GNAC, two-time all-academic GNAC, second year as the team captain there. And you're helping lead this 2019 Yellow Jackets team to right now second place in the conference standings. Uh, You had to replace six starters from last year's team. What is it about this year's Yellow Jackets team that has allowed you to gel so quickly? Well, um, it's been like a, a long process. Uh, we lost uh, some pretty good good players last year. Uh, we changed uh, the coaching staff. The, our head, old head coach, left. Uh, 
And um, the old assistant coach, Tomasz Amrod, uh, came in as a new head coach. Um, we had like a, a lot of uh, new guys coming, especially from uh, junior college and some new guys from, from France. And we found like a pretty good chemistry. Uh, the, the new head coach, Tomas, um, did a great job uh, to put everything together. Uh, he kept the good work that Alex, the old head coach, did in the previous year, and he did like little changes uh, just to be to be better. And that's that's probably like the key of of the success, if you want to say success that we're having this year, even though we haven't achieved anything yet. But for sure, like we're we're doing a pretty good job, even though, like I said, we haven't we haven't achieved anything yet. But we're still there. And there's still like room uh, to to improve to improvement. All right, you bring up something interesting. You say we haven't done anything yet. Saying that, and this team is playing well, second in the GNAC right now, as we mentioned. Where do you think this team can go? Are there areas you can see improvement in the team, and and where are you getting better week in and week out as you continue to gel as as a unit? Well, of course, like the the main it's not the main goal, but probably like the dream would be to win the Genac. But um, I can see that this year it's it's kind of hard. We're there second. Uh, we only have three games left. We're six points uh, behind Western Washington, so it's kind of hard. But you know, the in soccer you never know. Uh, everything can happen. We actually play against them Saturday, and we have another big game against Simon Fraser. So as of now, like we just want to have like a winning season, uh, and then like we only have three seniors that are leaving, so we're gonna have like a big group coming back, uh, almost the whole team coming back next year. So we want to start like building, building up something important for next year. Yeah, you you mentioned the fact you have a lot of new players and you have some international players there for. Yellow Jackets, you came all the way from San Rocco del Porto, Italy, to play for uh, Montana State Billings. What was you? The, what was it about the the university and the program and and the academics there that brought you uh, literally halfway across the world? Yeah, uh, like you said, it brought me like across all of the way across the world. Uh, it was like. Uh, one of my goals to come to the United States to to study and play soccer. So that's what I did. And when I talk uh, during the recruiting the recruiting process, I talked with the, the head coach Alex Balog at the time, and he convinced me right away. I believed in the program, um, and I came here. Once I got here, like I I only had like positive vibes, and uh, everything was was good. Uh, here, like in Billings, it's kind of like a family, so it helped me a lot. Uh, the environment uh, to feel like welcome and to feel home, even though I'm I'm really far away from from my actually hometown. And I think it's the same for all the other international players. Uh, the fact that this program is kind of like a family, it puts like everyone together, and you know that if you need the help from someone, the coaches will be there or one of your teammates will be there to support you. And I think this is like a, a big key and a big part of our soccer program. Luca Battistotti joining us, Montana State Billings men's soccer junior defender. 
from San Rocco del Porto, Italy. Uh, you're a management major, as I understand it, off the off the soccer field. What do you what do you see yourself doing with that degree? And and will this be a degree that you will take back? And will you return to Italy when your when your studies are concluded? Uh, I'm still undecided on what to do once I'm done uh, with my college. But for sure, like um, once I came here, uh, I understood the figure of the role of coaching here. In America, that is completely different from coaching in uh, soccer in Europe. So I, I definitely see myself being a college, uh, college soccer coach here in America. So I would like to to continue uh, to continue this in this way, following this this road, and uh, and try to be to be a coach. Uh, in the future, and and we'll see. But I still have one year, one year and a half, and then uh, to get done with college first, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, Luca, it's been great to talk with you. Congratulations on uh, your play this year. Congratulations on the play of the Yellow Jackets this year. Continued success. And if I'm fortunate, maybe I'll have an opportunity to talk to you again sometime here on GNAC Insider. But continued success on the soccer field continued success in the classroom and good luck to you thank you Rob thank you for for having me Luca Battistotti joining us tonight from Billings Montana well time for us now to turn our attention to what's happening this week across the GNAC in Seattle Washington the Seattle Pacific volleyball team will look to extend its six-game winning streak as the Falcons host at number four Western Washington on Thursday and Simon Frazier on Saturday Oh, this marks the last week of GNAC play in women's soccer. There is still one spot left to be decided in the GNAC championships. A win this week would clinch a berth for Central Washington, but Montana State Billings and Northwest Nazarene are also still in the playoff chase. In Bellingham, Washington, number 19 Western Washington's men's soccer will also look to tighten its grip on a GNAC title as the Vikings host Northwest Nazarene on Thursday and Montana State Billings on Saturday. In Monmouth, Oregon, the Western Oregon football team could make history on Saturday as it hosts Azusa Pacific in its GNAC season finale. Should Western Oregon win, the Wolves would claim a share of the program's first football championship since the formation of the GNAC in 2001. And... The GNAC cross-country championship or GNAC cross-country teams will be back in action as they compete at the Division II West Region Championships hosted by Western Oregon in Monmouth. Western Washington will look to follow up on a sweep of the GNAC championships. The first race set for Saturday at 10 a.m. Well, remember, for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and pretty much anything you'd want. Also, you can connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider. We'll do so right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. MSU Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance, music and business. 
math and physical sciences. Elementary education, radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage. Well, I want to say thank you to all the great guests who joined us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Luca Battistotti, Montana State Billings soccer star. Aaron Landon, the new head coach of the St. Martin's men's basketball team. And Randy Richardson Thornley, head coach at Central Washington University of their women's basketball squad. Don't forget, we will come back with our next GNAC Insider one week from now, next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And I certainly hope that you will join us for that next edition of GNAC Insider. With thanks to Kaho Akau, our producer, and Dave Hagman, GNAC Commissioner, I'm Robert Lowry. Talk to you next week. Consider yourself a GNAC Insider. Until then, so long You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.